What's up, everybody? I'm TJ. And I'm Kelsey. And we are the, the Nashville, Nashville Wine Duo. Duo. All right. <laughs> it we is. We are outside. We're outside, and our neighbors, their little dogs are barking really you loudly. Tell, you can tell they're little dogs. We already set everything up out here, so we're just going to roll with it. At least it's not the giant dog they usually have out there. So, <laughs> so we have a special guest on our podcast. Yeah. She made, a, I think, one or two visits last season, mm -hmm. and uh, she's making her season two debut. <laughs> With our upgraded technology. Yeah. Big upgrade. Megan Knox. Megan Knox. Miss Nashville. Uh, <laughs> Noxa, I said Knox. <laughs> Megan Knox. Yeah. She's awesome. She's one of our very dear friends. She is a foodie. She's a wine person. She loves Backstreet Boys. She's wearing one of the Backstreet Boys <laughs> shirts right now. We went to the concert. It was amazing. And um, she loves Oregon wines. And I picked up this. That's actually why I picked this up. Um, Aww. And it's called Thor's Well. It's from Kroger. Kroger shopping. We don't know <laughs> if this will be good or not, but I was thinking we're going to do this outside. I feel like if you're going to be outside, you kind of want to be drinking. If you're going to drink a red, you want it to be lighter. And Pinot Noir can be really light. It can be nice for the outdoors. I mean, uh -huh. That's kind of what I, what I was thinking. And I was looking in that vicinity and I was like, Miomi, no. Okay, <laughs> Thor's Well. Never heard of it. Let's try it. What do you think, Megan? Ooh, I haven't tried it yet. It's a very light color. Yes. Like well, well, light well, let's cheers. Let's cheers. Yes. Cheers. Cheers to Megan Knox. Cheers. cheers to you guys. <laughs> all right, let's all take a sip. It's it's very light. It's very light. Oh, very light. It's like yeah. the lightest Pinot Noir I think I've ever had in my life. Yeah, I would agree with you. Kind of has a little bit of a bitter finish. Yeah. Interesting. At first, it was like a little fruity. It actually smells really nice, but at least to me, it smells good. It does good. smell really like mahogany, like mm -hmm. wood. Yeah. yeah but then there is this like, what is this it. like? Yeah, there's a smokiness. But then there's a finish that is kind of like, whoa, like yeah. it's a little like bitter. Yeah. I guess you could, I don't know, pair this with like sushi, some sort of fish. I definitely feel like this would be better if it was a little chilled. Sure. Like, you know, mm -hmm. especially being the summer, like if we're out here, like if it was a little bit cooler. Yeah, we th should have oh, thrown we should a chill have, We should have chilled it. Yeah. I think it's a little bit too much room temperature. Yeah. It's very dry, too. Super dry. Yeah, very dry. Yeah. I Yeah, I'm shocked. I would think so. Well, it kind of depends, but a lot of Oregon Pinot Noirs are like a little bit, I shouldn't say a little bit, probably a lot bit compared to this uh, for like body, like bigger body. Um this one is extremely light. Okay. I would I would say that just even based on the color, it'll usually be a little darker and not so translucent. Mm -hmm. But but yeah, it's got it's got some earthy notes to it, which is the characteristic of yeah. Willamette Valley. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was pretty mm -hmm. funny too because I was making a joke. They were like, "Oh, where's this from?" And I was like, "Well, the town of Thor's Well." And they were like, "Uh huh, <laughs> funny, funny, funny." Turns out it's from Thor's Well. It's a place. Who the hell knew? Thor's Well was actually a re real the place. The people that made this wine, and, and, and they're Devil's, from there. And then so Devil's cool. Turn. Yep. Yockets, Oregon. Okay. I'm actually saying that right. Have you been there? No. <laughs> it's below, like, Walport, which is below Newport, which I grew up all the time going to because I lived, like, an hour from there. But, no, I've never been to Thor's Well. well. <laughs> My only point of reference in, in Oregon is Goonies. 
Mm, which really? is Astoria. Yeah. So Astoria. everything I, I put to go Goonies, the movie. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. I actually, the more I'm drinking this, the more I'm like, I really enjoy this for like a summer yeah. wine. For like a summer Pinot Noir, I mean, it's chill. It's only 13 bucks. Like, yeah. you know, you're going to get like a solid Pinot Noir. I feel like you're going to be spending a lot more than $13. For sure. So when you put that into consideration, mm-hmm. like, I mean, Megan actually works at Trader Joe's with me. If you've been listening to the podcast, you know that like at one point all three of us worked at Trader Joe's, but now I still do. Yes. TJ doesn't, but Megan does. And I don't know if you feel this way, but like I, I really do feel like the Pinot Noir section has been dwindling and dwindling down as time has gone by. And there is not a lot that I'm like, there's not a, a huge selection of Pinot Noir um, at Trader Joe's. And I, really and I, sad. And I don't know if you, and I'm sure you do know this, but um, Pinot Noir is extremely hard to grow. There's, mm-hmm. It's very yes. temperamental. So I think that that could be what's going on. There's a lot of issues maybe with mold or... There's a lot of Pinot Noirs out there. I don't. Yeah. I just don't know if Trader Joe's is But I mean, sourcing. for the price point, I think it's right. hard. Right. I think it's hard to get a Pinot Noir at like a very inexpensive price, like at a grocery store. Well, let's you know be what honest. I mean? You really don't True. want to drink a real cheap Pinot Noir. No, you don't. No, you really don't. Like, you kind of want to be spending like 30 bucks. We've tried them. Most bars are most of cheap are at Trader Joe's and yeah. you don't want to go there. No, yeah. I agree But I, I just want to do a shameless plug to anyone that does live in Oregon. Definitely hit up the Trader Joe's in the Portland area because they'll have like at least 30 plus wines from the Willamette Valley in Oregon really? and they're all super tasty around $15 or less. Yes. That so, so hit cool. that up and you can get the gold I would, mine. I would hit up that Trader Joe's just to go do that. Yeah. They're wow. incredible. But for some reason, us in like central to east coast, you know, you're not getting nearly as many of the west coast wines. And we've also noticed lately the just wine selection in mm-hmm. general has been going down because when I checked out the the Pinot Noir and even somewhat of the Cabernet when I moved here and that was three years ago crazy um it was already pretty small to begin with and now it's like really yeah. really small but yeah if you go to the Portland Trader Joe's they'll have an entire bay full of Willamette Pinot Noir. Do you think that's kind of Oregon in general the Trader Joe's would have a good selection of Oregon local wines? Yes okay. and they'll get a decent amount of, you know, Sonoma Napa wines too, which is yeah. great. Although I worked at the one in Northern California, so we had the best selection in my opinion. Well, from California, not Oregon Pinot Noir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Megan is a uh, just a ball full of knowledge. She mm-hmm. is a singer-songwriter here in Nashville. She's got an amazing voice. Yes. Um, she's a Bachelor Bachelorette fan. Yeah, we're about to watch tonight. We, yeah, we're watching the, yeah. the season premiere of, of The Bachelorette. <laughs> watch And party. then uh, she's also like in the hospitality world. So mm-hmm. she she's wearing many hats. <laughs> she's very knowledgeable in many fields. Mm-hmm. And uh, we love her. So that's why we wanted to have her on the podcast. So, hey yeah. Guys. Excited so, to have you. Yeah. Love being and with I you. Want, okay, hold on. I'm, one second. You guys talk about something for like five seconds because like I'm cooking something. And we started this right when I was cooking it. So I'll be right back and you guys talk about something. Well, I wanted to bring up that Megan introduced us to this cool bar this weekend that we went to. Le, Le Loop? Yep. Okay, did I pronounce that correctly? Possibly. That's okay. how I pronounce it. <laughs> it's Loupe. French. So. so it's in, I mean, it's part of the Optimus, right? Right. They okay. own it. They own it because mm-hmm. my receipt actually said the Optimus. So I was like, yes. oh, they're like part of it then. Mm-hmm. So tell us about how mm. you stumbled upon this cool little cocktail lounge that we went to. Yeah. I think my friend Linda, who lives in Germantown, I'm pretty sure she's the one that told me about it. Possibly our mutual friend, Brett, 
but Ooh. I'm pretty sure my friend Linda did because she is definitely a big foodie like me and we're always looking to find new bars and she lives super close. We love the Optimist. We love Oku, which is across the street, best sushi in Nashville. Um, but anyways, they have this little bar that's open Thursday through Saturday, which is very <laughs> limited hours. But um, they have all these like vintage couches and, you know, tables and chairs and craft cocktails. I think my favorite part is for sure just like looking through the education and the quote forgotten classic cocktails because I would never probably think to even look it up. And they'll have like dates, you know, as the kids say, timestamps um, of when these <laughs> cocktails were made. And I, I just like education because, I mean, I primarily drink wine and probably whiskey. Yeah. But yeah, besides that, it's nice to just have a little education yeah. and like a leisurely dimmed lighting where we could just just chat and it's not super loud. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're in Germantown, not downtown Nashville. The yeah. menu was really cool too. I loved how they laid it out. Like I, I mentioned to you when we were looking mm -hmm. at the menu, like how they had it paired with like what kind of glass it would come in, whether it was oh, a coupe yes. or a rocks glass. Like so it cool. kind of like explained exactly what you were going to get, you yep. know what I mean? Which is, I think is really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, um, I enjoyed the ambiance so much. <laughs> Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I'm a massive, like, sucker for oysters. So Megan, yes. like, text me the place. And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, my God, this is like an oyster place. Yeah. And it was like they have, like, fresh. And, you know, you and I were talking, you were saying, like, mm -hmm. like connected with the Optimist. So it's like they fly in, like, all the seafood, like, yes. fresh. So I'm like, Uncommon. okay, these are going to be, like really amazing oysters because like you can't find I mean like Henrietta Red yeah but like there's not a lot of places where you mm -hmm. can really find like fresh seafood obviously because we're not by the sea but <laughs> um this like the whole ambiance it had it's like the sea vibe and then it was like yes. they had the oysters and then like you got a prawn like That's you know delicious. on like some of like the small bites it was like that kind of stuff too and the oysters were seriously I told TJ on the way home I was like those were like some of the best oysters I've yeah. ever had in Nashville like they were really good. They were so fresh and they had this like salty, like briny sweetness to them. Mm -hmm. You are not a fan of horseradish, but I am. And the <laughs> horseradish was so fresh. Um, and then, you know, I got a, uh, a sparkling with the oysters and then we each got a Manhattan and mm -hmm. it was just a nice night out. And we, I don't, all of us have talked about like the weather here in June is just like, oh, it never so exists nice. like this. It's been like perfect. Mm -hmm. Like walking to the restaurant, walking out, like. Which is great. So yeah, Megan, thank you for showing us yeah. this place. Oh yeah, thank you to my awesome friend find. Linda. Probably thanks, Linda. <laughs> thanks, yes. Linda. <laughs> yeah, if you guys ever want a Germantown Rex, she is the absolute best. Yeah. So no, that, that was really fun. Area was really cool, walkable. But you can tell in like a couple of years, it's just gonna be like oh, yeah. a whole yeah. new thing too, like a yeah. new area of town where people are like hanging out and like doing stuff. And mm -hmm. but. Yeah. And shout out to Joe who entered like Joe was amazing. At the door, like Joe. Joe at La Loop. Maybe Joe. a manager yeah. for sure the host. We're not but... sure, but you are cool as hell and we appreciate you. <laughs> he really was great. Yeah. That was and awesome. And funny. And yeah. funny. Yes. So fresh. Yeah. So as we go into the Bachelorette season mm. premiere, we're excited. I've always wanted to have like a bachelor bachelorette watch party yeah and yes. so i was mentioning that while we were at the loop and i was like hey <laughs> mm -hmm. what the hell are you doing on monday and you were like nothing i was like come over and let's watch <laughs> it live so are you so, prepared to come over every monday and watch this with us <laughs> uh as long as i'm available absolutely yes. yes yes no it's always so much more fun i was just talking with uh cheyenne and maybe a couple other states like you have to watch it with people yes, oh yeah sometimes activity. i catch up later and i yes. watch it. i'm like this is fine but the whole point is to laugh 
and, and just talk about people in the, in the moment. <laughs> what is she doing? Down, what, like, what is he oh. doing? What yes. is going on? And then, like you know, tonight's on the premiere when they like come up with all these like stupid stunts to like greet oh, somebody. Yes. And some of them so are cringe. so embarrassing, so cringe, and so <laughs> embarrassing. And you're like, why? Yes. But yeah. do you think that you'd ever go on it? No. No. What are <laughs> I, your reasons? Um. I don't know that just the stuff they go through. I, it sounds like this like very incestual type community, just mm. like very, um, very unhealthy. I don't know. Listen, listening to Caitlin Bristow, yeah. one of our favorites, yeah. right? Mm. right. Um, Spade and Sparrow's wine. We've tasted Shout that before. Out. Yes. Yeah. Very delicious. Very yes. great Pinot Noir, actually. Yes. Um, she has openly talked about her mental health. And I think that just watching some of the people that have come off, it seems like a lot and they get, they get a lot of hate, you know? They do get a lot um, of hate. And they probably get portrayed wrong. Yeah. You know, even the villains, I'm sure, get portrayed a little bit yeah. you know, differently than they should have. But yeah. who knows? I, I think it it would be very much an interesting experience. If if I was to pick one of those shows, it would probably be Love is Blind. Okay. Just because the whole idea of not seeing someone building this, like, emotional connection. I think that's way more fascinating of yeah. an experiment versus, you know, watching someone kiss 25 people right (laughs) see like that would be my problem like i'm like i don't like the thought of like i mean i like watching it (laughs) but i I wouldn't like the idea of like i'm here to like compete with all these other women and like i need to see if this guy's gonna see me every week when i'm just like no i'd rather just like have be the one be the one but i feel like a lot of these contestants feel like they're meant to be with that person and that's why they go through all this is because I really connect with this person, even though I don't know them. So I have to like show this person that I'm the one kind of a thing. True. You yeah. Know I mean? But I just don't think one person can stretch themselves over like 20 people. Yeah. No, but it, <laughs> you know do. what I mean? Like, well, they, they do. But yeah. Do they really know? They, they don't really. I mean, like mm-hmm. they, I think they kind of from the beginning have their mind on like, I think even from the beginning, like they have a, a select, like maybe five people where they're like, and a lot of it I think is initially based off attraction. Like, are we really going to be honest here? I'm sure that they're like, right. oh, I'm, I, I am physically, sure. that's especially in these reality TV shows. For like sure. You're going to look at who you're most physically attracted to. And I mm-hmm. guarantee you any, any person going into that situation has their top five that they're attracted to. Definitely. And then they're going to pursue those people. But I feel like they do after watching a season of whichever bachelor bachelorette, they're watching they also get to know their personality and how they operate and like all their yeah. kind of ticking so they also are attracted to that as Probably, well. but but a physical attraction I, I actually, actually that's another reason why i think even megan mentioning love is blind is like you like you go so much into it based off of a personality yeah. and they actually have to like live together in like, a, in like a normal setting. Like right. in the part of the bachelor, it's like their whole thing is just <laughs> this like fantasy reality, like the whole entire time. Totally. So like, it's very easy to see that break down once they got out of that. It's like, you're going on these perfect dates. Everything is set up for you in the show. And instead of it's like, you know, it's still a show in love is blind, but they have to go and then they have to like be real people. And yeah. like, then you see how it like sucks almost like immediately. And so, and I forget who said it, if it was Nick Vial or something like that, but people were talking about like the total hours you spend with that, quote, the lead. So like charity is the lead tonight. They were saying like by the end of the season, let's say you made it like super far through the season, you might only have spent like not even 24 hours total with them over the course of like two, two and a half months. 
Right. That's pretty crazy. That's crazy. I'm committing my life to you and not seeing you in normal settings. That's really crazy. Like normal life. That's why I kind of like love is blind. Like you were saying, like they go back into reality and people figure out, oh, okay, we were just kind of in this bubble. And Well, and because the stresses of normal life like play a part in every relationship. Like what you do in your job, what I do in my job, are we going to live in the same place? Are we going to live where you are? Like I have a cat. You hate cats. Like all this kind of stuff. Like maybe they seem simple things, but like especially if people have been alone longer in their life then they're going to like fully devote like get in like dive into this full relationship like it's kind of a lot and like i think that it's easy to have like be in the bachelor and feel like this hype of this relationship and then like kind of be like oh man like we're not going to be in the bachelor for the rest of our lives yeah yeah you know <laughs> do you feel like the bachelor bachelorette concept because it's been out so long is kind of like an old school like where love is mm, blind is like mm. this new thing based on like you know, well, not seeing each other okay, versus so, living yeah. a fantasy. One life. thought I have about that is like, I also, one of the things I like about love is blind or like married at first sight. I feel like these people look okay. Like, like more ordinary. Like, and I kind of appreciate <laughs> that. I'm like the bachelor and the bachelorette. I'm like, I think people are getting a little bit sick of, and you can even see this with like uh retail stores, like Victoria's secret models. Like everybody looks perfect. And it's kind of like, well, that's not a reality of real life. Like not everybody, looks like these people and i think when you look at the bachelor the bachelorette you're like they're always picking the most attractive people they're not picking like not everybody in the world looks like these people that's just it's just just unrealistic to me and i'm like it's kind of nice to like watch love is blind or these shows and you're like oh these are more like not model people like they just are regular people that are not like yeah you know do you agree with me at all yeah absolutely yeah it's yeah it's just a very fantasy world all around whether it be like the looks um or yeah people that like for example i i love the descriptions that they give to these people like what's their career like that's one of my favorite parts if you actually look at the screen you pause it like they'll change it it's not always the same every time like it'll oh, on the bachelor yes yeah when they come out of the yeah it's yeah. like yeah. okay some of these people like they just come up with these generalized careers it's like that's not real like you know maybe mm-hmm. like whereas like you said like love is blind like Usually they have like a verified career. Yeah. I'm not okay, I should clarify if anyone highly doubt anyone from the Bachelor World will listen to this, but if they do, yeah. I'm like, there are plenty of people that do have real careers, but there are also ones, I'm sure they could admit, that don't really have like legit careers and they're not it's just not very normal. Like right. you were yeah. saying, like not very like real life. But I actually think that's why, you know, Love is Blind is like gone like viral yeah like especially among like women way more and i think it's because of that reason like we're watching it being like oh this feels more like real life like this feels like i'm watching and then they struggle with the like i'm not attracted to him i am attracted to him but everybody just feels more relatable and Mm -hmm. i think that people are longing for like relatability like in reality tv in social media and everything i think we're all wanting like to be feel more relatable and we're tired of seeing this like cookie cutter kind of like perfect person. And a lot of the times that looks like wealth, that looks like beauty, that looks like power. Well, guess what? A lot of us don't have that. Right. You know, a lot of us don't, you know, we might have one of those things, but we don't have all three. And I think that, you know, everything out there is trying to tell you like, this is the epitome of a perfect life to have like beauty, power and money. And, you know, I just think that that's kind of a lie. Mm-hmm. I think that that's a lie that everyone's buying into and that sometimes these shows kind of promote them. Not saying we can't have fun and watch them. Yeah. Oh, not at all. <laughs> You're not shamed for watching the bat. We're going to watch it tonight. We're going to watch it all season long and have fun. But I feel like don't like 
look at this stuff and compare yourself, which actually goes into like the stuff that we and you were talking about before we started the podcast that I want to talk about. Like, so um, TJ and I went to the mall the other day and I was like, hey, like, I feel like I have a lot of like really ugly clothing. And like, why have you not? (laughs) Told me. Like, no, I, li- no, I didn't buy I, any of it. Okay. How am I getting blamed? Literally, for this? and I and I was like, "Look at, tell me right now, have I bought a lot of ugly stuff?" And he just looked at me and smiled, and I was like, "You <laughs> can tell me." I said, "I was like, please." I said, "I am not going to be angry at you." I said, "Please just tell me if I bought a lot of ugly clothes." And again, he just smiled, and I was like, "Okay." The <laughs> smile means that yet that's a yes. So, but it, it he ended up like admitting it in like a way that wasn't like bothering me. So. He was like, I just feel like you wear things a lot of the time that are like kind of frumpy or like. I, I said that don't compliment your body. Don't compliment my That's body. That's what I said. You did say frumpy eventually. Maybe after I said don't compliment <laughs> <Yeah>. your body. <laughs> so um, anyway, I was like, okay, like I can see that's kind of true. And um, I just think that like as women, we think we can't wear like very like form-fitting things that like match our shape if like we're not like a size zero which you know I have fluctuated in my weight not like insanely like I'm usually you know I'm like pretty small but then I'll be a little bit curvy too at times too but I'm you know I'm like I it goes different ways throughout my life um which I think that's most people right totally um at different ages that's gonna happen but I feel like you always are looking back at the past and being like, I need to be this certain size if I'm going to be able to wear this certain thing. And I I think that you put that on yourself and like you're projecting something that you think everyone else is looking at, but like it's more what you're thinking. Like, what do you, what do you think, Megan? Yeah. I mean, probably a lot of thoughts, I guess, but as we were sharing earlier before this, um, I definitely have morphed over the years or or it has continually grown just my thoughts towards that topic and just like realizing that I will always have like certain curves. It doesn't really matter what size I get down to. It's like, it doesn't really matter. I'm always going to have this and you might as well just embrace it. Um, And I think, I mean, I don't know if I always wear flattering things, but I think more and more, if anything, I'm thinking, okay, yeah, I'll just lean into like what my body type is. And I, I think um, a lot of us women, yeah, we do compare too much and especially social media and different things like that are going to paint really ugly pictures of like what is attainable or which, you know, perfection isn't attainable. A lot of those pictures are oftentimes, you know, airbrushed, edited. That is they can true. show you a lot of things. Um, I think I even like, like, I don't know really much about the Kardashians, but I hear that like they've had lots of different weight fluctuations, or at least some of them have, um, and anytime I see them, I'm like, you're so gorgeous, you know, like, um, they're always going to have curves. Like sometimes they're thinner, sometimes they're bigger and, um, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Um, mm-hmm. like whatever they are made to be like, that is beautiful. Right. And you are beautiful. Kelsey. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you are too. But I do think like what you're saying, it's interesting. And I, and I've, I don't know, I've thought about this a lot. Like it's crazy how like whatever, during whatever decade the standard of beauty has changed right and like if you go back to like the 1940s women Mm -hmm. were curvier and that was the standard and like but every decade since it's like then there was like 
90s where it was like super thin and then it was like oh no it can right. be curvy then the kardashians like what you're saying they made mm-hmm. it be the curvier and then they're going back to thin and it's like wow why are why are we all just being like whatever's the trend why don't we just mm-hmm. say like i'm gonna embrace who i am and if i'm healthy whatever that weight might be you know i don't need to copy what everyone else is saying i just need to be like okay like yeah you know what i mean yeah i when you said that it just I had this flashback to history class when I was in high school and how my teacher, she was educating, I think it was like during the 1800s at some point and how, and this lasted a really long time. Um, basically women that were a size like 12 or maybe even bigger, they were looked at as like the most desirable. Mm-hmm. And I just remember the guys in the class were like, Oh, whoa!" Like, and they have no idea even in reality, like what that is, which by the way, that can look really different on different women. It mm-hmm. may seem like it's one exact size, but you might be taller or shorter or whatever, um, or carry weight in different areas. But the point was that if you were a size like 12 ish, uh, the whole reason why you were desirable is because you uh, were well fed, which meant that you probably had some money. Right. (laughs) Mm. It was a totally different thing. And like, you know, faces were obviously probably somewhat important. And, but it's just interesting that they were saying like, that was the top priority. You know, if a woman like had some, had some fat on her, um, which by the way is great for childbirthing. So all sorts of things, there's benefits, but I mean, that doesn't matter if you don't have, you know, weight or curves, that's not a big deal, but, you know, now, yeah, that's the whole, the whole point is your, your image. Yeah. So I just think that we should stop comparing ourselves so much and just live in each day. And I think if you're healthy and you're trying to be that way and, you know, like be happy in who you are. You Mm -hmm. want a male perspective? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Thanks. I do. (laughs) I think you guys need to be up here in your head. And if you feel good up here, do it. Like if you look at yourself and you're like, you know, it all starts in like how you view yourself. Mm. But we're saying a lot of time it's negative. Mm. But I'm saying if you guys view yourselves as like, I look good in this, who cares what everybody else thinks? Mm. You know? That's a good point. Do men men ever get insecure? Oh, yes. All the time. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Because you, again, you're trying to achieve things that you don't even know you're trying to achieve because it's society and social media and all these things. Yeah. But at the end of the day, who cares? Just do you. Be yourself. That's good. Yeah. Right? Yep. (laughs) And uh, drinks from Thor's well. (laughs) 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 Right? Drink some Thor's okay, Well. Okay, let's Devil's say cheers churn. to that. Thor's yes. Well. Thor's Well. Amen. Cheers, Megan. I really am cheers, like guys. I'm, I'm enjoying Thor's Well. Woo, night it, one. It's better and better. It's getting better and better as I drink it. That's the right. Let's, let's go, go charity. Let's go. Charity. Cheers. Cheers.